Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans? It's me, Ian McLaren. Today is Friday, September 25th, and this is a daily Boston Bruins podcast where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I very much appreciate it. Chances are you came via Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Stitcher perhaps, Pocket Cast is what I use for my podcasts, uh, a subscription list that I just trimmed from 40 to 36 yesterday, and uh, it was actually a, a stressful process trying to cut down uh a lot of options out there, and I'm so thankful that you chose to spend some time listening to me talk about the Boston Bruins today. Please do subscribe to that, or rather hit the subscribe button, I mean to say, and each new episode will be automatically uploaded to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be so very much appreciated, particularly for Apple users, particularly Um yeah, it really goes a long way towards building uh, the strength of the show in terms of charting and building an audience as well. I really do appreciate if you could do that today. Uh, so there's not much going on in Bruins land today. I will touch on the buyout window that opened here on Friday around the NHL, as well as take a look back at uh, Bruins history books, share a fun story that I came across the other day. And then just some general news and notes from around the NHL. If you are on social media, I should mention, you can follow me on Twitter at ENC McLaren. You can follow the show at LO underscore Boston Bruins. Uh, the Instagram for myself is the same handle at ENC McLaren. And I'm planning to set one up for uh, the podcast as well, uh, just to get an extra social media presence out there. First, I mentioned that um, today kicked off the NHL's buyout window, which means between now and October 8th, the day before free agency, teams have the ability to exercise a buyout on players on their roster. In order to kickstart that, they must first place a player on waivers for the purpose of a buyout, and then if that player clears, which they most certainly will, then uh, that player will be available uh, as a free agent. And I talked the other day about how the Boston Bruins have been rumored or reported to perhaps be considering taking this route with defenseman John Moore. He has three years, $2.75 million remaining on his contract. Uh, that was not announced today. However, there was one player who was put on waivers for the purpose of a buyout around the NHL, and that was Ottawa Senators winger Bobby Ryan. Senators general manager Pierre Dorian and coach DJ Smith informed Ryan Friday morning that he won't suit up for the club again. He'll be bought out of the final two years of his contract, which carried a uh, $7.25 million cap hit, I believe. Uh, Ryan, of course, is the Masterton Trophy winner for 2020 after he uh, left the Senators earlier in the season 
to attend to a addiction issue. He went into rehab, came back, and was able to score a hat-trick in his first home game back, which was one of the best stories of the season. The Senators, of course, are very uh, cash poor. Eugene Melnick is the owner, not in a very good spot financially. And so uh, the Senators will save about $3 million against the cap this season, $1.8 million for the next three years, uh, but they'll be saving you know, $7.5 million in actual cash, which is the impetus behind this decision. So Ryan, this is according to Bruce Garriock of the Ottawa Sun, placed on waivers by the Senators Friday at noon. And if he clears, the final two years of his contract will be bought out. It is a seven-year, $50.75 million deal that he signed back in 2014, a year before he was supposed to become an unrestricted free agent. Uh, he was acquired by Senators or late Senators General Manager Brian Murray in 2013, the same day the club lost Daniel Alfredson to free agency. Again, he left the club last season while battling alcoholism and won the Masterton Trophy for perseverance and dedication to hockey. I guess the rationale is that the Senators don't have a spot for Ryan, seeing as he wasn't going to play on their top two lines and they didn't want to pay him to be a third or fourth line winger. They do have a lot of promising young prospects coming up, but that's not really relevant to us as Bruins fans. The question now becomes, do you look at a player like Bobby Ryan and consider whether or not he could be a low-risk, high-reward kind of signing once free agency opens on October 9th? I look at you know Corey Perry with the Dallas Stars. He was bought out by the Ducks, signed for $1.5 million. Uh, I know it's hard to say what impact he's had on the team. I wouldn't say it's huge, but you know that veteran presence, Bobby Wright can still put the puck in the net. And if you sign him for $1.5 1. put him on a third line with Charlie Coyle and maybe even Jack Stanika, I think you know you're, there could be something there. At the very least, it's something worth considering. And um, yeah, I think... Bobby Ryan, in the past, the Bruins have been linked to him in trade talks. And I think it is something that Don Sweeney could look at as they're looking to retool, add some scoring, add some offensive flair that Bobby Ryan certainly could bring to the table for the Boston Bruins. For his career, he's averaging about 25 goals per 82 games. He has had some injury issues in the past, but he was critical for the Senators when they went to the Eastern Conference Finals a few years ago with 15 points in 19 games, and he could be rejuvenated on a team like the Boston Bruins, where he'll be, you know, in a limited role, surrounded by a lot of veteran players. I think it could be a really good situation for him. All that to say, Bobby Ryan being bought out by the Ottawa Senators. Certainly, Don Sweeney should at least consider giving him a look as an unrestricted free agent on a one-year deal, perhaps, at a low cost. I think it's certainly worth looking at. So, yeah, let me know what you think. Hit me up 
at ENC McLaren or at LO underscore Boston Bruins. And uh, let me know if you think Bobby Ryan is someone worth taking a look at. Since it is the off season and there's not really much in the way of Bruins news to talk about, I thought from time to time I'd take a look back at the history books and share a story or two about our Boston Bruins. Today, I'll be reading from Brian McFarland's Original Six, which was published, I believe, around 1999. And this story is about Eddie Shore's arduous journey. Eddie Shore, of course, was a legendary Bruin back in the, what was it, 1920, late 1920s and through the 1930s. A four-time Hart Trophy winner, the most of any defenseman, and only Wayne Gretzky and Gordie Howe have won it more often. Uh, he was a bruiser and a tough guy, set a then record for 165 pedaling minutes in only his second season. He also won the Stanley Cup in 1929 and 1939. He was named one of the 100 greatest NHL players in history back in 2017. Now, as the story goes, Eddie Shore... Let me find my page here. Found himself caught in a Boston traffic jam on a January night back in 1929. He was en route to the railroad station where he would join his teammates and board the train from Montreal, where there was a big game the following night. The traffic jam held Shore back by at least a half an hour, and when he finally arrived at the station, the Bruins train with the team's special sleeper car bringing up the rear, was disappearing down the tracks. Shore sprinted after it, but to no avail. He pondered his next move. He could drive to Canada, but it was a trip that would take all night. He decided his car was no match for the treacherous mountain roads of New England, so he phoned a wealthy friend, a longtime Bruins fan, and asked if he could borrow a vehicle. The friend said he would not only send a powerful car over, he'd send his professional chauffeur along to drive it. Eddie and the chauffeur left for Montreal immediately because the weather was threatening. A snowstorm was moving in, and after a couple hours on the road, they ran into a blizzard. The chauffeur seemed uneasy at the wheel and had trouble keeping the car on the slippery road. Have you had any experience driving on snow and ice? Asked Shore. The man shook his head. This was, of course, before winter tires. Shore, who'd spent his youth shoveling out of the worst Saskatchewan snowstorms, said, Well, I have. Let me take the wheel. The chauffeur readily agreed, switched places with Shore, and dropped off to sleep. Wow. <laughs> what a great road trip, buddy. Shore wound up driving for the entire night. In the morning, he handed the wheel back to the chauffeur, ordered him to drive safely and keep it under 20, and curled up in the back seat. He'd barely closed his eyes when he felt the car skid off the road and roll into a ditch. Obviously, the chauffeur had panicked when the car slipped on a patch of ice. Eddie tumbled out of the back seat and went looking for help. Some distance down the road, he found a garage, but the manager told him there was no tow truck. But I do have a hearse, the manager said. Good, said Eddie. Give me the keys and let me borrow a chain. With the hearse and the chain, Shore was able to haul the borrowed car out of the ditch. Soon, he and his shaking companion were once more en route to Montreal. The two men arrived in Montreal late in the afternoon. 
Shore went straight to the Bruins Hotel and spotted two teammates, Cooney Welland and Dick Clapper, sitting in the lobby. They were amazed to see him. I'm going to hit the sack for an hour, he told them. Wake me up when you're ready to go to the forum. Clapper and Wheelinge phoned Shore's room at 6, but got no answer. Shore slept through the call. The two Bruins hurried to Shore's room and doused him with a pitcher of cold water. That got him up in a hurry. At the forum that night, Shore staggered out on the ice. He won't be any good to us, one Bruin told another. Look at the bags under his eyes. We could put our equipment in them. But the roar of the hostile crowd was all the stimulation Shore needed. It was a wake-up call like no other. When he glanced down the ice and saw a swirl of opponents warming up, his pulses began to pound. These were the hated Maroons, and he'd never sleepwalk through a game with them yet. The story of the game was straight out of Hollywood. Shore pounded the Maroons with body checks that left many of them reeling. And when neither team could score, he took the offense and potted the only goal of the match. His arduous journey through the long wintry night had been worth it. His adventure had a very satisfying ending. In the Boston dressing room after the game, Art Ross, the Bruins manager at the time, approached Shore as he rested his weary legs and stripped off his pads. Nice game, Eddie. I'm sure glad you made it here. Thanks, boss. It's a trip I'd like to forget. Then I've got something that'll remind you of it, Ross said, delivering the bad news. I'm finding you for missing the damn train in Boston. What a tale of Eddie Shore, legendary Boston Bruin. That will do it for this dollop segment of the Bruins, Locked on Bruins podcast. Hope you enjoy that story. And uh, yeah, let's turn now to some news and notes from around the NHL. Before we get there, let's chat for a moment about Built Bar. I received my box of Built Bars a few months ago, and I have greatly benefited from these incredibly good tasting and also healthy for you protein bars. They're the best tasting protein bar ever, in my opinion. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six new ones, among them being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake. Each bar is covered in 100% chocolate and soft and easy to chew. They're also great for the health conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great if you're on the keto diet. Nine grams of protein, 180 calories, five grams of sugar, five grams net carbs in their peanut butter bar, for example. Right now, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com. Put together your box of Built Bars and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off. Let's wrap up with some news and notes from around the NHL. And it has been announced that Steven Stamkos is unfit to play in Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final. He hasn't been ruled out for the rest of the series, but it seems unlikely. He did get his twirl around the ice in Game 3, played a couple shifts, scored a big goal, and what a story that is for him. Um, Looks like Ben Bishop could be nearing a return for the Stars, but it may be too little too late. Game three, no, sorry, game four here goes here on Friday night. Game five goes on Saturday, and that could be it for the bubble if the Lightning are able to close it out in five games. 
we'd all like to see it go a bit longer just to get more hockey in there. Uh, but there could be as few as two games remaining in the NHL this season. Speaking of the end of the season, the NHL announced protocols for off-season training. They said that each club at the conclusion of the 2020 Stanley Cup final can begin off-season training. And it'll be similar to the Phase 2 protocol from the Return to Play plan, which was agreed upon by the NHL and the NHLPA. Each club can open its training facility in the club's home city and allow gatherings of small groups of players to engage in individualized training activities on a volunteer basis. So uh, we might see some Bruins hitting Warrior Ice Arena as early as next week in order to stay in shape for what we hope will be a season coming up later in 2020, but more likely to begin in um, 2021, early 2021. On a personal note, I was sad to have to trade David Pasternak in one of my keeper leagues, keeper fantasy league. We only have a four-year window during which we can keep any particular player. In this offseason, I had both David Pasternak and Brad Marchand having to come off the books. You either try to trade them for somebody or risk losing them for nothing. And I was able to swing a deal with a fellow owner, uh, for David Pasternak and receiving Artemi Panarin in return. Uh, very disappointed to see him go, but I'm hoping to be able to get uh, similar value out of Panarin, who was, of course, an MVP candidate this year and could get a chance to play with Alex Lafreniere in New York next season. Marchand still working on some offers for him. If you have any suggestions of who I should target, uh, feel free to hit me up. Other than that, I think that's it for this week's episodes of the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Today's is a bit of a quick and dirty one without really much to talk about in terms of Bruins news. Hopefully, after if the final ends, either on Saturday or perhaps Monday, then we'll start to see some more trades, some more buyouts, um, and some more free agency talk. And I would expect that the next couple weeks leading up to the draft – and free agency could be quite busy uh, and uh, hopefully we'll have a lot of news to talk about. But if not, uh, expect some more tales from Brian McFarland's original six and some other Bruins history books that I might be able to track down. Um, so yeah, looking forward to a new episode of the boys on Amazon prime today. They're dropping every Friday. My wife, Lauren, who you heard yesterday, she mentioned we're watching good girls on Netflix. We just finished season one not quite, you know, a great show, but it's entertaining enough. Kind of a Breaking Bad light, if you will. And uh, what else do we have going this weekend? I don't know. We might try to hit an apple orchard, but uh, it could be quite busy. And I'm not sure if that's the best thing right now with COVID cases rising here in Canada. Apparently, there is another toilet paper shortage. So maybe we'll uh, go exploring for some of that. Anyways, thanks again for listening, friends or for tuning in to any other episode this week. It's greatly appreciated each and every time you take a listen. And uh, I am feel fortunate to be a host of this podcast and to be part of this Bruins community. I hope you all have a great weekend. Take advantage of the fall weather. Go see some leaves changing color. And uh, just 
please do take care of yourselves. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other. And uh, we will talk to you again on Monday. Peace.